My name is Alan Kay, and I'm on a mission to challenge everything I've been taught, told, and personally learning. And this daily podcast is my daily developing story. This is the second ever Sunday summary episode. Over the past week, I've done six different episodes challenging everything. On Monday, it was all about protecting your frontal lobes. Because so often, so many people will say, we need to disconnect from technology. There's that thing that Jews do, Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom. They don't use electricity for one day a week. They don't even turn off or on a light switch. And people look at that and they say, yeah, they're on to something. We need to do that now in the modern world. But is there a really compelling reason why we need to disconnect from technology? Well, one of them is that the reason why we need to disconnect from technology, from our laptops, from our smartphones, that so many of us rely upon is that smartphones as an example involve a lot of multitasking and multitasking exhausts the frontal lobes of our brains which control decision making and problem solving and if we don't check ourselves before we wreck ourselves then it's likely we're going to experience fatigue particularly decision fatigue sooner than need be therefore You want a compelling reason why we need to disconnect from technology? It's to protect the frontal lobes of our precious brains. On Tuesday, I talked about the distinction between getting things done versus making things incomplete. It would just sound so ridiculous, wouldn't it, for someone to talk about productivity and to advocate actually making things incomplete. It would seem that most of productivity is about making things complete. But what I was getting at was the Zygernick effect which is a term from psychology, which is all about how we remember incomplete tasks better and easier than complete ones. And much of the productivity strategies that people talk about, like planning your day the night before, or the five minute plan, which I love, which isn't about completing a task necessarily, it's about making five minutes of progress. It's about creating incomplete tasks. So when you wake up, you're constructively discontent. And there's a distinction there between getting things done and making things complete. Similarly, I've said before that one of my favorite mantras is get it done and suck. And what you do when you frame your work with that wrapper is you're saying, I'm changing the goal. Instead of me getting something done in order to make it amazing and then creating this anxious reality, because you pretty much are always setting yourself up for failure. If you set yourself up to get it done and suck, well, it's much easier. So that's that. Making things incomplete could actually help you be more productive. On Wednesday, I covered Kurt Lewin's leadership styles. A long, long time ago, he did social experiments on young boys and it was all above board Uh, just the way that that i make that sound it doesn't sound very good and through those experiments he uncovered three different leadership styles democratic autocratic and laissez-faire productivity was highest in the first two groups democratic and autocratic but productivity levels tapered off when the autocratic leader left the room my conclusion from this was that the distinction is that the democratic leader cultivated within the boys a sense of self-determination in a way they were doing what they wanted to do as opposed to what they needed to do on thursday it was another cognitive bias this time the confirmation bias possibly the most common cognitive bias of them all when we have a confirmation bias we seek out information that confirms something that we already believe 
and our brains are designed in such a way that when we come across evidence that contravenes that belief, we tend to discard it. And this is something we all have. If there's a solution, the solution is awareness. To cultivate an evidence-centric mindset, being prepared to discount what we believe if evidence proves it to be wrong or unhelpful in some way. On Friday, we talked about tabula rasa, which is Latin for blank slate. It's something you subscribe to or don't. It's a term from philosophy coined by John Locke. It's very similar to the idea of nurture versus nature. Tabula rasa is firmly placed in the nurture side of the debate. As someone who believes in past lives that I've been here before and I may very well be here again, it's not something I subscribe to. Because I don't think I or anyone in fact does arrive here as a blank slate. I believe many of us carry with us trauma from past lives as well as certain developed skills. Yesterday we talked about your energy scale. If I talk um, like this and I project my voice with um, this level of intensity then you could say it ranks possibly, um, you know, like maybe a two or even, yeah, you know, a three, a three, a three out of ten. But if I was to talk like this and I was to come onto this podcast and I was going to say to you, hello, my name is Alan Kay and I am on a mission to challenge everything. I can't even do it. It's too much. Then you could say I was a nine or even a 10 and the ideal allegedly is five to be a five out of 10 in terms of energy 10 is too much two three or even a one well it's too little five seemingly is the magic number as it pertains to your energy scale coming up this week are more challenging everything episodes we'll be talking about a mindset on monday productivity tuesday I'll have some sort of idea for you on Wednesday. I wish I could tease you on exactly what I'm going to be talking about. But right now, I am a man without a plan. But I'm going to have to work that out because I'm going to have to challenge everything. Talk again tomorrow.